Booze, bards, and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da di da di da di da di da da. La di da di da di da di da da. La di da di da di da di da da. La da da da. Welcome to the Booze Bard Podcast, where each episode we take you on a quest. To find America's drinking song and hopefully have a few cups of cheer on the way. Now, we're going to be getting drunk, and that means we're probably going to be saying some swear words and also some dirty jokes, most likely. So maybe you want to take the kids out of the room or stop playing this if you're in the car and stuff like that, you know. And hey, by the way, while I'm talking about that, don't drink and drive. And, you know, drink responsibly and be 21 and all that kind of stuff that if we had attorneys, they would want us to say. Now, on to the show! Booze, bards, and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. la da di da di da di da di da da la di da di da di da di da da la di da di da di da di da da Fifty-six boxes of bottles of beer on the wall. Fifty-six boxes of bottles of beer. You take one down and pass it around. Fifty-five boxes of bottles of beer on the wall. And here we are again. The bards are back, and we are ready for another episode of Booze Bards: The Quest for America's Drinking Song. It's always good to check in and see how we're doing. Greg, how are you doing this week? Everything good? I'm doing great. I, I had a lot of meetings and I chaperoned a second grade field trip today. So I was definitely ready to uh, uh, drink a few beers. Nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, I, I have a second grader and uh, you have two. So that's two second graders <laughs> and they were like 70 at a little tiny museum with things that, you know, they couldn't mess with. Well, too this much, so. is another reason for the why we do the Booze Bards podcast. We are on a quest for America's drinking song, but not just that. We're here to find community. We're here to just find ways to relax, unwind, and enjoy each other outside of the stresses of the world and all the 70 second graders at a museum. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's, I I really like Stoic philosophy, and there's a saying from one of the the Stoic philosophers where he says, uh, you know, I don't know when I'm going to die, but right now I need to take lunch. So I'll take my lunch. I kind of feel it's like that. Yeah, it is really. And I think we could find more of that in our society. I, I, that is such a really great example of what I noticed in Game of Thrones this week. I know, (laughs) nerd alert, nerd alert. I am totally already geeking out about next But when you texted me about this, I knew exactly what you were talking about already, so. There's a drinking (laughs) song. I'm not gonna, no spoilers, don't worry, and if you're listening to this podcast like 30 years from now, I hope Game of Thrones (laughs) is still awesome. Actually, I hope you're still listening (laughs) to this podcast. Um, Or know what Game of Thrones is, yeah. Gosh, who knows what will be next. We could go on forever, but um, they had the drinking song, and literally they chose, I mean, one character kind of brought it in, but it was it's a pretty rough time right now. I'm not gonna no spoilers. I said, but even bunch then, of fucking White Walkers yeah. coming to get you. Winter is coming. Yeah. Um, but if um, you know, it's just even at that time, like you said, even when it's like down, like some singing is singing is yep. fun. So I think we said this in the first episode, but there's you know like uh, even if you're not a musician. Even if you're not um, a, a trained singer, just, you know, in the, the act of singing, especially with other people, is something that I don't think we do enough of. We don't. And I get asked all the time, especially as a music teacher, um, as a coach for acapella groups, I get asked all the time, well, do you ever find people that just can't sing? And how do you tell them? And I'm like, mm. I don't because yeah. no. I they should keep I've, having fun. I have actually never met someone who can't sing. Yeah. Um, there's many people out there, even super famous paid musicians that 
can't sing that sing. I don't really enjoy listening to, but yeah. it, that doesn't mean that they can't sing. Um, singing literally is the exact same thing as talking. We do not take out our singing voice to right. put in our talking voice. So um, if you think back, I knew our name is Booze Bards. That's one thing we never really talked about our name. Um, a bard uh, was a troubadour or someone who told stories via song and, and passed messages and um, or told their own story or um, kind of like, talk therapy with no one listening but everybody yeah. listening yeah and, and how you mentioned nerds earlier we both like the ren fair yeah. so Love it. the bards thing is kind of you know a shout out to uh that we enjoy that sort of thing as well totally so you know find find your happy find your joy if, if you don't mind me mentioning marie kondo you know <laughs> find what brings you joy and hold on to it and singing is pretty darn cheap you know this is kind of an aside, but my rejoinder to Mari Kondo is always kind of like, you know, my toilet brush doesn't bring me joy, but I'm not going to throw it away. <laughs> you know, you just, you got me, Greg. Yeah. Oh, man. I was so proud of that Marie Kondo. I don't even think I'm saying it. I think it's Mari or Marie Kondo. Whatever it is, I, yeah. I don't know. I appreciate her because yeah. I did throw away half of my house. And yeah. it's, my husband would like me to throw away the other half as well. And just keep going. I'm Chris Adams. And my history as a musician goes back as far as I can remember. I've been singing since the wee days with my grandma in the bathtub or at church or with my parents. Um, I grew up singing a cappella music, so it was never odd for me to just be singing in public with people um, randomly. And, and we all kind of knew the same songs, but we called those tags. Um, and we were drinking, so I feel like... Uh, That's you, why you were the yeah. absolute best pick as a partner for this podcast. Because I've really never actually like mentally thought about myself as a drinking song aficionado, but I was like, I have been drinking and singing a lot, and uh, more people have been searching for this. And That's right. I, everybody yeah. has a drinking song, and there's all these people coming up to me saying, I have a drinking and they're like ready to let me hear it and it's and that's a, everyone has one but we have to come together because it's it's the common bonding community kind of thing that makes a drinking song really what it is so yeah, that's why we're searching yep. to see if we can get an american drinking song yep and we might get a little dirty and we might get a little nerdy and that's <laughs> dirty okay and nerdy. Oh, that's a great description it really is cheers cheers <laughs> Perfect. Now, I told you I'm Chris Adams, um, and my partner here in crime is Mr. Greg Bryan, so I'm going to let That's him right. tell you a little bit about himself. So, the reason I'm doing this podcast is that, uh, like Chris, I've loved music my whole life. I'm not a professional musician uh, in any sense, but I've been playing in bands and, and things like that pretty much since I was 14, I guess. And I also like drinking Kind of a craft beer enthusiast, and so what a coincidence! You put those two together, and uh, that's what we're literally doing right now. Yep. So yeah. that is this podcast in a nutshell, and we really hope that you'll stick with us. And if you have any ideas, send them our way. Yeah, and ultimately, I think Chris, we want to ask people to vote for which song they think should be America's drinking song. Yeah, I'm. Not, so I mean, we'll, I will. I am really skeptical to think that we're actually going to come to a conclusion. I, I really am. I, I, I agree right every now. Every time I study one, I think, oh, I don't know. And, uh, you know, so maybe, who knows, will this be the ever-ending, or wait, never-ending quest, or will this, uh, where will we land? So we will be looking for lots of feedback and the, input. The good part about never-ending is that drinking and singing is fun, so we can keep doing that. Right. Right? Exactly. <laughs> What's that? This, my friend, is a pint. It comes in pints? Oh. I'm getting one. You've got a whole half already! So each week, it would be pretty silly if we talked about drinking songs and didn't drink. So uh, Chris and I pick something uh, that we decided was fitting with the song we know we're going to do. So since this is your song, Chris, I'm going to let you start. Okay. Well, I don't really know how fitting it is, Um there's a few. There's one that's fitting. Hey, it doesn't. It should be what you want to drink. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't have we to. We talked about song. that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes and you'll read in my notes. Sometimes you just need a gin and tonic, and then that's it's fine. Right. But tonight I am drinking Dr. Stoner's Smoky Herb. It is a flavored whiskey. It is uh, made right here in Virginia, where we're from. Wow. Um, actually down in Virginia Beach. 
Um, I found out today that Dr. Stoner's has a vodka and a tequila, and it is infused with a special mix of herbs. Um, and I'm just going to let you think about Dr. Stoner's, and if I'm describing the bottle, it's really beautiful. It's got these beautiful green... Take a sniff. The aroma is Mm, intoxicating. The the aroma is definitely special, but it is made legally right here in Virginia. It is a hard hitter at 84 proof. Um, So, you know, we need you, we need you through the whole episode. I got this. I'm only one. And then my other special choice, because I did want to try to relate it to our song. Um, We haven't introduced our song yet, but I do have... (laughs) Three schnapps oh, shot bottles. Yes, uh, I feel it's, I'm going back to high school. Schnapps. Um, you have to say schnapps in a German schnapps. accent. Would <laughs> you like a schnifter of schnapps? I sound like Sean Connery. Would you like a schnifter of schnapps? Would you like some schnapps to money penny? Anyway, uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I have a peach flavored, a banana flavored, oh, and oh. a mango flavored, and there's going to be a little Easter egg. I'm going to be listening uh, to my dear friend Greg here. Um, I listened to our first episode, and I just noticed that I said, um, like 37 times, but no, that's not it. Um, there's going to be some words that both of us like to repeat. And the first three that either of us hear, either of us say, I will take a shot. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Up first is 99's brand, uh, Peaches. It is uh, schnapps. And while I'm taking my shot, Greg, why don't you tell us what you're drinking? Yeah, so I am drinking beer because uh, you'll see what the name of our song is in a minute here. But And I wanted a variety so that it, it was as, as though maybe they were all on the wall and I was taking them down. Right? Yeah, so, I think that's great. So I'm drinking Flying Dog, which is a, is a sort of local brewery, although it's very big nationally now. But they're from just across the Potomac from us, Frederick, Maryland. Yeah. Awesome town. Yeah. And um and I'm drinking their sort of uh hoppy, you know, it's it's late April here in when we're recording this and it's like seventy five degrees out. I just feel like something a little hoppier and crisper, you know. Okay. Yeah. And so. uh here goes my Oh Lord. First <laughs> shot of uh, ninety nine Schnapps. Schnapps. Oh, the grimace. <laughs> For the folks at home, this schnapps is not going down smoothly. <laughs> this is a far cry from Dr. Stoner's. Yeah. I, I have to imagine they did this at the end of the night when everyone's already yeah. pretty fucking drunk. Right? I mean, <laughs> like, if you've ever been to Glasgow, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Glasgow. It's cold and gray. Okay, yeah. but they do drink well, and I'm sure that they lived it up on that song. Um, but I'm curious what the uh, I'm really curious what the Scots thought of that uh, thought of that song. I know it's an interesting. So our song of the week, yeah. if you don't know is 99 bottles of beer no and then then everyone's everyone's sighing right because we we know but we have to get it out of the way yeah and we we literally opened the first episode with with a clip from one of my favorite movies beer fest about how that's the embarrassing american right quote-unquote drinking song exactly So. so as i was trying to pick a song greg as he has mentioned before, has been listening to drinking songs or singing drinking songs for quite a while. I myself didn't know that a drinking song Like existed. many of the listeners, yes, right? I, yeah. did. I thought, you know what? No. We gotta start with when I ask any of my friends or 
European friends especially, right. what do you think of an, like, if you think of American drinking song, what is it? And that is Boom. our Boom, 99 shame. bottles yeah. of beer. <laughs> so I thought, let's take a look at that. So I will tell you that it dates back to mid-20th century, and for those of you doing the math, it's the 1950s, um, school kids. Uh, I went to my father, who was born in 1946. So 47 for my dad. Okay, so, so he yeah. was like mm-hmm. four when this, and he said, mm, we, no, nah, I mean, yeah, but not really. So it was kind of popular, but not mm-hmm. really. It's loosely linked to some British folk really? kid song. It's called hmm. Ten Green Bottles. It does not sound anything like it. Interesting. But the you only know, thing that's similar that the, idea in there. The minds, only thing yeah. similar is the counting down right. and the bottles. It was often a lot of times people would do that because it's funny if you count right. backwards and you're inhibited in some way. It's why doctors do it too. They're like, start at ninety nine and uh, count backwards. Yeah. And then when you start sounding stupid, they know that the medicine right. is working. Where same thing with, you know, as you're counting backwards. So there's that. That is fascinating, yeah. actually. You know, so... I'm not sure how well I would do counting backwards right now, so... I don't either. So we could do what Andy Kaufman does. Do you guys... Do you remember... Do you guys remember no, Andy Kaufman? No, Okay, I'm, so Andy Kaufman was I that. mean, I know who Andy Kaufman okay. is. I mean, I don't know this bit. You if know, you don't know who yeah. Andy Kaufman is, he's a super awkward comedian from the 70s. And he like, was on SNL. Kind of like almost anti-comedy. Yeah, so. he was on Saturday Night Live, yeah. right? And he was um, always kind of like that... Super dry, super awkward, almost you were worried. Like that he he <laughs> kept you on the edge of your seat, like, is he or is he not going to like lose it? And there yeah. were times where he did and people don't know still to this day. Um <laughs> like when he I mean, wrestled someone on Yeah, the come on, they're still questioning <laughs> whether he's alive. Like there's like crazy stuff. But Andy Kaufman actually did ninety nine bottles of beer and he would stop at six and walk off stage. <laughs> I fell in love with this song in that moment. But can I tell you? Why six? Like, one thinks two would be the, the most But can I tell you? Life. There is, I can, if, please, if anyone is listening that can find this clip, I have searched really? high so, and so low. I cannot. You know that story exists, but you couldn't find something. I cannot find it. It I is mean, mentioned you know, everywhere. We, it is like... It's he iconic. died in like the eighties or nineties, yeah. right? So, so supposedly, like nobody had their goddamn supposedly, cell phones. Supposedly, but did you know that his <laughs> yeah, supposed exactly. daughter came out? She was an actress. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I learned some crazy stuff. So I hey, fell let me tell you something. Almost every time someone says someone is dead, they are dead. Right? <laughs> I totally agree with yeah. that. Like, dead is hard to fake. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I. Don't have any personal experience, Greg. Chris, what are we gonna find in your the trunk of your Prius? Does the Prius have a trunk? It doesn't even have a trunk. It has a wheel yeah, well. Yeah. And do you know how big the Prius wheels are? Not very big. Yeah, they look like you know. And Lego then our cars. other car has an emergency latch to get out. Like we're the safest people in America. That's okay. very good. So. Um, there's also some nerdies. So back to our song, 99 bottles of beer, Greg. Um Oh, that's our song? <laughs> yes, 99 Bottles of Beer. Um, the geeky side of right. 99 Bottles of Beer is about to come out. So I hope everybody is good and drunk because the only way that this is going to work in a podcast is if we're all drunk. So um, to start off the geeky side, there's this guy um, at IU. His name was Donald Bird. He would use 99 Bottles of Beer to teach mathematical concepts. Like subtraction? <laughs> a little bit bigger. Yeah, I grew up just north of IU. Right. Um, often as a musician, I get asked, why didn't you... Ha-? Okay, just pause for a second. Yeah. I have, think I've spilled more Jesus. of this whiskey yeah. than I have actually drank it. As, as long time, as it wasn't on your laptop. Every time I pick it up, I'm like, I'm covered in it. I don't know what's going on. I think it's that shot. So he would teach things like Euler's identity. What and, the fuck is Euler's identity? I don't know, I'm a musician, Greg. Why is he hiding? The Fibonacci sequence. Now that I that I know. That I know. Yeah. That's that cool, like, uh, seashell-looking yeah, thing, exactly. right? Uh, that, yes. That, yeah. And the continuum hypothesis. 
Oh, okay. I feel like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory would think this was super cool. But anyway, so that's super geeky. Um, also, if you YouTube 99 Bottles of Beer, everyone, you're going to find inevitably this um, short film from 2018. It is um, a horror film. Really? Yeah. I watched it for a while wondering like what kind of material I could pull for are, it. Are there beer bottles on the wall? <laughs> like, so the whole point, from what I gather, the premise of this movie was that this person has to sing the entire song. Okay. In now order we know to that not, takes 13 and a half minutes. So it's, yeah. In order to not be killed. Okay. Because it's a horror film. But without... But they're going to be tortured the entire time, so they're going to have to be doing this while being tortured. I didn't watch it. I'm going to be honest. That's pretty fucked up. I love, I love scary movies. Uh, Rob and I are the first ones in line for any of the new, um, um, what is it, Jordan Peele? Oh, we love his stuff. Mm -hmm. We love his stuff. Get out. Um, Get out. Just us. uh, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was pretty. Seriously, look. I told you every Ah! time. Every Chris, time. Chris has a drinking problem. <laughs> and it's not that I drink too much. It's that I cannot ingest it. It's, it's on my clothes. I think that indicates that um, that little shot of schnapps. The schnapps. Oh I mean, I'm just going to tell was, you, bang for your buck, was people. Not, yeah. 99 cents. Yeah. The 99 brand uh, schnapps. Better than 40, fortified wine. 49.5% <laughs> alcohol, baby. I believe I was taught if you double that. That, that is, is that is what the proof, proof is. is, yeah. So and it's why, why the two numbers? It's like, you know. Oh, it's like, 99 it's like, proof. Yeah, so oh. like, you know. Okay, it's 99 proof. Right. That's why. So, now, on to the, like, deepest part of our podcast, everyone. And I find this super fascinating. Now, like, Greg, where the, if you... where the fuck did the song come from? Yeah. Um. So, nobody knows. Okay? Um, I mean, that's... Let's just I think, be honest. like, you could get a PhD, and and I'm I'm not kind of trying to rag on those people. But yeah, it seems like There's... you get your PhD in in music uh, folklore nope. or whatever. Nope. The answer is we don't know. <laughs> so let's listen to the two. Just, I mean, we're not going to sing it yet, but I'm going to da 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 da. Like that sounds like every single like very common song I've ever heard. Bum 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, what, it's, what's I mean, uh, interval is that? The fourth. Dun, dun, Here comes dun, the bride. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you can go dun, 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 dun. You can sing it in different rhythms. Yeah. It still sounds the same. So, let's skip the whole boring, like, we the, honestly, people, we do not know where this song came from. It could be British. It could be English. It could be whatever. I don't know. British, Wait, English, what's the same thing. Being... Oh, yeah, I'm getting drunker by the minute. But, but we got to get into... They're probably not a constituency of our American drinking song let's, podcast. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just say that this 99 bottles of beer was just an extension of every single counting song that we have ever had. Yeah, I that mean, makes perfect sense. My children are encouraged to learn everything through song, which and you me, know, wearing my little music teacher hat, I say, thank you. Because yes, music is an incredible tool, yeah. not just to like learn things, but to engross them, like to really, like really take them to heart. Of course. That's what the things that like when you're a toddler, yeah. you learn yeah. the alphabet song. Right. Which, you know what? I was in my fucking 30s with young kids. <laughs> okay. Before I realized that the alphabet song and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is the same goddamn melody. Can I blow your mind? I'm, just, I'm blowing Greg, people's minds right Greg, now. Can I, blow, can I blow your mind even farther? Mary Yep. Oh my gosh, it's the same song. So Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, Mary Had a Little Lamb, and the ABC are the same song. Yes. No, it's not Mary. It's um. I led you astray. Bob on black sheep. Yeah, that's it. Yes. So somehow I escaped my childhood. Never having So let's just say that this song could be holding some of our country's <laughs> deepest, darkest <laughs> secrets. What would you say? You just say? went Nicolas Cage on I did. Here. What would you say? <laughs> this country. I would, I would say bullshit. Right. I would too. But when I was researching this song, I, th- I realized that, honestly, this is about the best we're going to get. 
Okay. Now. Wait, 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 best, best of what? What do you like? Mean, like what this song has been. I mean, let's. Yeah, let's I mean, let's be honest. You mean the history of it? Is, of beer. Is sort of we pray. We pray that our kids that when won't start out, fucking singing. We it. pray. Well, <laughs> I don't know. My my kids don't even know what this is, and but we pray that when we're out. That nobody starts singing this yeah. song, okay? It's, it's true. The same My kids thing. probably don't know this song, so that's good. It's the so same good. thing with the wave. Right. We just are like, it looks cool with, on camera, but we just really hope I've, nobody does it. I have a it. tidbit for you. Okay. Everywhere else in the world, since you said that, calls the wave the Mexican wave because they learned about it for the first time after like the 1984, like, uh, you know, like World, World Cup or something. Yeah, World Cup, exactly. <gasps> That's so like if fascinating. So Guys, I, I think I, I mentioned this last time. I work with like Europeans all the time. And so they Love say it. they would totally fucking say the Mexican wave. Google it. No like, way. Yeah. And I'm gonna say, ladies and gentlemen, I think that if you judge a podcast based on the lack of stuff that you have to Google, that's right. That should be the number of stars. I don't even know. Do podcasts get stars? Okay, guys, I am currently. Yeah, I think on like iTunes, you can give a rating. Okay, you know? well, I am currently Googling. You could hear me typing because <laughs> we're in my like children's former nursery. Um, oh, but there's cat shit on the floor. So. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, Greg. Not anymore. So. <laughs> the wave known as the Mexican wave in the atmosphere outside North America. <laughs> People, we had to, I mean. This is what you get for having a fucking nerd on the podcast. Thank like. you. <laughs> Thank you, Mexicans. Thank you, Mexican culture. Because. Uh, do you like Mexican food? Because it's yes. my number one ethnic go to food. So I will tell you that we have the best right here in Leesburg, Virginia. Yep, the best. I will take you there. Okay, so back to the song, ladies and gentlemen. The best that I found was the potential that some of America's deepest, darkest secrets, maybe not anything of national security, but maybe of just some, like, sick uh, curiosity, may lie at Yale University. We gotta find out. I know, right? Why? Um, why there's been a movie about it? Yeah. If you've ever wait, seen wait, the... wait, there's been a movie about ninety nine bottles of beer. No, <laughs> not exactly. But there's been a movie about this uh, secret this, society. This cloud of intrigue. Yeah. So okay. there is some rumor, and a whole lot of somebody doing a lot of research with a lot of math, um, that says potentially that the Skull and Bones Society at Yale, which if you don't know, is a secret society. Attached to multiple presidents. A lot of presidents. Conspiracy people love it. Specifically the Bushes. That, let me just tell you right now, I love the Bush family. (laughs) I was not expecting you to say that. I know. I know because I also really love the Obama family, okay? I'm sort of like the football fan who roots for the quarterback. I really could care less about the team you play for, Mm. but man, Peyton Manning, he was my man. So it's similar. Like, I love me some George W., some George H., all good. Love. All love. So, um... Prescott. What? Prescott. Isn't that the other one? Anyway, go on. I don't know. But anyway, so there's this super secret fraternity Mm -hmm. at Yale called the Skull and the Bones. Of course. Have you heard about this? Of course. Okay. And only underclassmen seniors can be a part. Okay. And there is some rumor that the 99 Bottles of Beer song was used as a cipher for the initiation, part of the initiation process to get into this group. Whoa. I know, let, let right? Me, let me okay. be, be brutally that. honest with yeah. you, which is that every mm-hmm. time someone talks about like a secret society like that, mm-hmm. uh, Stanley Kubrick fucked my brain so that all I go to is eyes wide shut. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you know, okay, so I was just Then you young picture enough. George Bush, George W. Bush. I was just <laughs> young enough. I was just young enough. That that movie yeah. was like super taboo. Like I was like, I don't see, know if I'm ready to see, see I was, Tom Cruise I was, uh, like that. So, like, I just don't so, like, know. Like Tom I was Cruise like, was I don't know, maybe man. like 2021. 20, and okay. uh, at the time, I was living in New Mexico as a backpacking guide. Mexico or New, New Mexico? Mexico. New okay, Mexico. so look, we're still look, in the. Look, look. I've got the oh. New Mexican flag tattooed in my fucking arm. He right does there. indeed, yeah. man. He does indeed. He loves some turquoise. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, mine is turquoise. Theirs is like 
yellow and gold or something. Okay. Or, yeah, well, anyway. turquoise is in New Mexico. Yeah. Is my like that's what I think of. Exactly. Okay. So I like Thank lived an hour and a half. The Easter egg. Oh. Yeah, I thought oh. I. I'm trying so hard not to say that word. Oh, I really need him to not say the word, guys. If you've listened to our podcast, I hope you notice how different number two is coming out to be. But it needed to be this way. We want you to know all of the bards and our full... So it came out in 1999. Yeah, this was 99. That is, I was 21 years old. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Would you like me to tell you how old I was, Greg? When, in 1999? Uh-huh. Uh, 17? I believe so. All right. 1999. I graduated in 2001. I graduated in 96. So, yeah. Same as Rob, I think. Yeah. No, Rob's 95. I think Rob's actually a year. 95. Rob's Kate's Rob's, age, yeah. Rob's the elder. Yeah. He's I'm, the elder millennial. Right. <laughs> oh, I love that. Have you seen the elder millennial? No. Okay. It's Eliza somebody. <laughs> Uh, Eliza somebody you heard it here first <laughs> she's awesome um, I should like I don't even know how to spell millennial <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely not going to say the trigger word again okay it's Eliza Schlesinger uh, well I can see how that would be you know Schlesinger so and it's Eliza the spelled... schnapps has taken away yeah. my ability to say Schlesinger <laughs> True. So her name is actually spelled I L I Z A. I'll take your uh, word Eliza, for it. Eliza yeah. Schlesinger. Anyway, mm. she does an elder millennial bit. Right. Okay. So fascinating, Greg. Yeah. You're fascinating. <laughs> so we're back to the Skull and Bones Society. What do you know about them, Greg? What other than the president connection? What do you know? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. There, there is a movie. Okay. If you ever saw that crazy movie, Skulls. Girls of not. 80s, Joshua Jackson, I believe, scored, uh, starred in it. I'm not 100% sure, but it's loosely based on that because it's hmm. a secret society. From the 80s, even. Yeah, or no, 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 no. I'm saying Joshua Jackson has a, um, a soft spot in the heart of people from oh, the 80s because he was pacey in Dawson's Creek. Ah. It also leads me to talk about another love of mine, which is... Oh, Gil- that means he was on Fringe, which was the nerdy show he was on. Yeah, yeah I think... I or, no, he was on Bo- uh, Not Bones. Was it Fringe? And he met his wife. I don't know. I don't know. It's like something, something like silly that. Green. I barely know who this person is. Oh, my gosh. We're <laughs> such, like, parents. We're so, like, geeky. I'm making a lot... Bones um, Society... Besides all what Hollywood tries to tell you, they, from what I understand, they allowed senior underclassmen to be a part of the society. They were very picky mm-hmm. about who could be tapped. You had to be really notable. fucking rich. Right? Yeah, you had to be yeah. a notable person. You had to be a very outspoken person on campus. Some, they, somebody who could, you know. Yeah, they were the only accepting too. 30 people. There's only 30 wow. members. And not until 1990 did they allow women. Back to these fucking it's men's just like clubs. The Jesus Christ! Yes. Okay. So anyway, but that didn't apparently fine. destroy school and bones. So that's a step it's in the forward. Fine. It's fine. I don't even know when girls were allowed to go to Yale. So, but in the nineties, <laughs> probably before the nineties. Yeah. Right. I did think that was pretty crazy yeah. that George Bush was at Yale when there weren't even girls in. Is the that the case? I didn't well, think about it. Yeah. When would George Bush Jr. have been at Yale? Uh, Probably in the, the 60s, yeah. Or 70s, 70, even. Yeah, 60s or 70s, yeah. Yeah, so 90s. So anyway, mm-hmm. they take about 15 women, 15 men now. Because women can also be authoritarian tyrants. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but that's okay, ladies. We're one man at a time. One man at a time. We'll take him down. But um, the Skull and Bones um, Society, they got known around campus as being... Um, they would do something called crooking. Do you know what that means? I have no clue. Crooking. But... Well, if you've ever watched Full House or any other television show where they need to steal something from another club or sorority oh. or fr- fraternity. So crooking. Well, this didn't stop with the skull and bones. They are rumored to have famous skulls. Fa- literal Literal ones, yeah. Wow. Martin Van Buren. Is one that they're really? known to have. Mm-hmm. Geronimo. Geronimo. And Pancho Villa. Really? Sorry, Pancho Villa. 
I would like yeah. to say that correctly. Can you Pancho believe that? Pancho Villa. Pancho Villa. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So, all that aside, the nerdy part of this is that when initiates right. try to get into the skull and bones or they get tapped, they would have to give up a secret. Something super, super, super personal. And they would encrypt it. And that's why they want, like, you know, big families. And that's... Right? Yeah, so, so they would encrypt the super yeah. secret. And only the president and the vice president of that year would have the skull key. All right, so I've lost the ball here. What the fuck does this have to do with 99 bottles? So <laughs> they would use this song. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't fucking know. I, I have, yeah. like, like, I studied this for hours and all i know is that each bottle represented a letter right and there was like rounds and you'd take one down and you'd pass it around and you'd put the empties on a table and then that meant something Mm. these people are fucking smart greg they're smart and um so i have now stopped guessing whether or not people who go to yale are smart they're smart. Um, this he, is what it took. This it took this a... song. It took this song to convince me. Um, my ladies out there and my gentlemen, I don't know if you've ever watched the show Gilmore Girls. There used to be, there was an episode on that show where they talked about this secret society called the Life and Death Brigade. It's very similar to the Skull and Bones. Nothing makes sense, although when well, they talk to me about this, you have to look this, up if the writer of that show went to Yale. That's it's this <laughs> crazy cipher. And then, like, let me just tell you, there are things called skull keys, and then there are things called um, plain text code, and then there's the cipher. They lost me after they stopped drinking, and I just was really confused. <laughs> so, okay. I just want to tell you that 99 bottles of beer to me is still a counting song that literally goes backwards from 99 down, and they just want to see how drunk you are. And I feel like it's like if you end at 92, you're 92% drunk. That's what I feel. Well, wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be the... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no and so then let's like, say you get to 66, you're whoa. only 66% drunk. So instead of getting an F, 60s What's, would be an A. What, what does 100% drunk mean? <laughs> and that's like, well... Is that like I mean, passed dep- out? Like, is that when people control cocks on your forehead and shit? Depends like? on who you are. Oh, <laughs> uh, look. Spill again. Uh, I, I think I that would means like this you're at be. least at a... You know, 55%. You know? Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Okay. So, you know, when it comes down to it, 99 bottles of beer, in my honest, very true heart of hearts. I, I'm, I'm looking at you and I can tell you, folks, I believe her. It's that it, it was literally a cry for Americans from Americans, from anyone saying, please, dear Lord, help us Get find us a, a fucking drinking, drinking song. song. Please. Yeah, that's right. And it needs to be yeah. retired. We need yeah. to um, we need to influence this. Like, I feel like more importantly than like border control and um, <laughs> like, um, like, like prison reform. I think we just really need to get marijuana reform, though. Let's out. let's do that before we do Please. the drinking. Please, I didn't even <laughs> mention that. That's in the league of its own. Yeah. But I mean, we just need to get this under control. All right, moving on to the lyrics. Uh, I mean, there's not. Okay. Whole, oh, that's please. A thing. <laughs> At least we are not. We don't have about... to entwine Myrtle's of Venus with Bacchus's vine anymore, oh, right? Jesus <laughs> it took me the. Lo- I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I keep saying Jesus Christ a lot, and I'm gonna, probably going to edit it out. <laughs> I want everyone to know that I like. I'm a, I love me some Jesus. Anyway, okay. So I'm going to have to relate. But do you love you some Jesus? Yes. And Bacchus's vine proves that it's okay. Yay. Jesus loved him some Myrtles of Venus. Okay. So now let's go into the lyrics of this song, Greg. There's a bit of controversy. <laughs> how is that even fucking possible? <laughs> because how many of you have ever been told that it's not take one down, pass it around, but it's if one of those bottles should happen to fall. Anyone? I have heard that version. That That is a really interesting point. So think about it. It itches a little weird part of my brain. So what I think happened was that the original song was probably take one down, pass it around. Because let's just be honest. 
Europeans, our founding fathers. This was not a new... When you turn 21, it's not this like magical, like, beer tastes good. I mean, for goodness sake, there is a German dessert called Alt Berbula. It is literally like ice cream and beer together. Which is and it's, amazing. Oh, yes. Okay. So you're telling me that those five-year-olds weren't like, um, well, um, um. I know it. Yeah. I know it. For, like, we've both been reading like books about the history of drinking 100%. in America to do this. And okay. I mean, well, water was really bad at, very often, especially on ships. It's terrible. Right? I mean, the only thing killing those germs was alcohol. That's right. So they, they would make... The water into beer, and they 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 would call it small beer, and uh, small beer was maybe like two or three percent. Yeah, but a little kid could still kind of. I mean, my thought, yeah, okay, it was not a new thing. So, I mean, I think what happened was Christian reform. I mean, I think we had the reform, the Reformation, and people are like, oh my gosh, no, we're. We're promoting. It's like the only oh, child. That's, oh, so that's where the if one should fall. I think that's um, when, like, if one of those bottles should happen to fall. They're there. Good riddance. It's like, that's oh, you know. Idea. So another differential in lyrics. Ooh, I'm still using the word differential, so we're probably doing well. I think I, I should pour myself I another one. have not said my forbidden word. I'm trying so hard. If, if you got everyone listening at home should know that I'm pretty fucking drunk. <laughs> I did not get this drunk last time. <laughs> It's a and, weekday. Uh, it's it's a, not St. Patrick's Day. I know, right? <laughs> it's Wednesday. Okay. So the only other differential that I found was like, you know, when you get to the end and you have no more bottles of beer. Because let's just be honest, whoever gets to the end of this beautiful No, no song, one ever gets to okay? the end. So the end can either be... No more bottles of beer on the wall. No more bottles of beer. Go to the store and buy some more 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Or no more bottles of beer on the wall. No more bottles of beer. We've taken them down and passed them around. Now we're drunk and passed out. <laughs> but if you, or, get, if you get to that point, then you're not, <laughs> you know. Or the final one I found was if one of or if that one bottle should happen to fall, what a waste of alcohol. I now, like that one. Now, I don't understand how any of those fit with the, if one of those bottles should happen to fall. Like, what a waste of alcohol. Why are we, what, we're not passing it around. We're not but, even drinking it but in that you way. could you could go 99 passing it, 98, I guess, passing it around. And then switch to if one should happen to fall just for the last one. I know. I don't know. I'm still just, I'm just laying it out there for you people. And I'm just saying, I didn't go into the whole beer bottle cipher at Yale. My chair is making horrible noises and it's bothering me. But I I do want to say that um, I think people have really embraced this song and they have that's my computer. (laughs) People have really embraced this song and they've tried really hard. They've tried really hard to make this a thing. Okay? If, if, if anything is an American drinking song, kind of like you said in the intro, this yeah, is it. You know? But it's sort of like that one hit wonder where you're <laughs> like, it's okay. It's okay that we don't have any more like this. I'm not encouraging that our next generation or even our final quest of what we think is a great American drinking song would be anywhere near this song. I mean, if I'm just, I know that we didn't really transition into why we don't like this song, but, and I can't say why I don't like it because it's a really solid, it's a solid song and it's it's pretty. It's context, right? And and, and I believe in, in, in any drinking song, it should be repetitive and it should be, you know, Again, Drake, Greg, you can, you can, you can uh, attest. Uh, I think we should keep this in because every single time Chris takes a drink, she she gets it somewhere on her body. Most likely my right arm. I talk with my hips so much. I'm not even Italian. So um, for me, I think it's time. I think we just need to just like... Retire this song. We need to face the inevitable. We need to talk about this song. If we're going to have a true conversation about drinking songs, <laughs> this song, let's, what, I, Greg, from I, your expert opinion, 
Tell us. How I, do you feel? I never imagined that you would get this passionate and serious about 99 bottles of beer. I need it so to go away. Um, it's uh, to, to me, the, you know, the joke is, is that it's not a drinking song. It's a fucking counting song. It's a song for kids. Yeah, it is why not did something. We say bottles of beer. Like, it's, why did that happen? It's not so something well. that when uh, you're feeling like we are now, that you want to hoist your glass and you know swing it back and forth in time, and put your arm around your friends and sing. It just it doesn't have that feel at all. You know. Let's just embrace our fellow Americans, or soon to be, or hopeful soon to be Americans that maybe have never grown up with this. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. Let's get. Yeah. Let's. I'm not gonna assume that all of our mm-hmm. <laughs> loyal listeners after two podcasts that they know 99 bottles of beer. So, Greg. Yeah. Here we go. Why don't we? Uh, uh, no, Greg, I don't even know if you can do it justice. We're going to throw it over to the minions. I'm really glad you did that because right. I didn't want to sing it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This song. Oh, we need your vote. I just don't want to write this off I if mean, there is this it. like super strong love for this song. But I'm going to be honest. I think there's better to come. What do it you is, think? It is, it is not what I am looking for in a drinking song. Why? Please. I mean, like, yeah, because... give me, I want, I want three concrete reasons why this is not where our question is. Okay, so one, it's not actually about drinking, right? So it's not, it, I'm not saying this mm. has to be the case, but like, you know. Good point, good yeah. point. We take one down, we pass it around. We don't talk yeah, about they're not actually really, ingesting not, exactly. it or it's not, it's not any, about, you know, okay. The, the, okay. the sort of feelings that drinking with your friends brings about. It's about Solid. counting. Solid. Right? Okay. Got it. Okay. And I'm not saying that a drinking song has to be about drinking, but it's hard for me at this point to see what we would put on the show that's not some way related to drinking in the I mean, lyrics. You Greg, know? Like drinking song. Let's not get confusing here. Let's not <laughs> let's not exactly, confuse yeah. these poor exactly. drunk listeners. Yeah, because yeah. I, I if they're even um, one eighth as drunk as me, then they're having a good Wednesday. Uh, if you're listening to this on a Wednesday, you win. Because then, you know, you're, you're the just best. lucky. Yeah. You're the best. Um, so it it being a children's song also kind of like knocks it down the peg for me. Well, as a I don't know song, if it's right? truly you know, like, a children's song because yeah, nobody's going to be like, hey kids, 99 bottles of Beer. But like if you know, you, you have beer. siblings, right? Like you and your siblings would sing this in the fucking car ride to annoy your parents, right? You know what I mean? So, no, no really? <laughs> um, nope. My parents. <laughs> there's no, there's no way in hell. No singing. <laughs> no, we would have sang, but there's no way we were even getting like to ninety-eight and a half. Like, there's no way. Yeah. No way. Right. Well, yeah. So that's what you you try it. And, um, and so the sustainability, okay, Sorry. <laughs> the sustainability is pretty terrible. Yeah, Ian, I just don't think it has that, um, as the French say, I don't know what, right? The you know, je that, ne sais quoi. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even know French, but is that right? Je that is correct. Quoi. I just think it's funny to say it in English. <laughs> I feel so good. Uh, so, you know, you need that, like, that feeling that this, this song is bringing us together. Yep. No. And that's that's something that's in the lyrics, but it's also something at that's least, in the way it's sung. You yeah, know what I mean? at like least half the, the people are going to leave the room if this song starts. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, and it's it's kind of like the Macarena. When the dance floor, you've done the it's, cha-cha it's, slide. We've you're already like, had the electric slide. And the then the cha-cha slide, you're willing to accept up, out of like, just like right. a warm down. Like, that Macarena happens. You're like, peace out, I'm getting a beer. I'm, you know, I'm going... 
Maybe the Macarena is our next. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no. No. Yeah, right. so I, I would vote against it, you know. Okay. Um, I, I know that we can do better. Free beer! Free beer! Free beer! Free beer! 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 But I think it's super important right now, Greg, that we check in. How's your drink? So I've had a few because I was, you know. Wait, pause. So again, now Chris has. A big dribble of the whiskey all straight down the front middle of her dress there. <laughs> uh, just don't don't get it on your left. <laughs> oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be great. Okay, all right. It's so good I'm that sure... it's, it's only, uh, what is it, 7 o'clock? Woo! <laughs> the right. Caps play in 30 minutes. Oh, wow. All right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Okay. So I've had a variety of flying dog. They're all, like I said earlier, the um, the sort of IPA. I like that in the summer, the hoppier stuff. That's this is interesting. The... That is interesting. Don't you think that that is actually opposite of most people mm. when you say greg i mean i would say i'm sorry mm. i get a little far away from my mic no, especially right. this episode but i would think that most people who mm. drink beer i would think you'd be drawn to a more wheat beer versus yeah, wheat a beers hoppier are, beer so what, i don't know so yeah this is I my newbie that. beerness yeah. guys if you notice you're gonna you're, i like sours in the summer a lot i too. think greg's yeah. job this season should be to find a beer. Our beer meister. That I can't. Because. Well, there's. Oh, the sorry. thing about beer is, you know, think about bread. As many varieties of bread as you can think of, there's that many varieties of beer and then some, right? Okay. So, like, as different as a pumpernickel might be from a white bread or yeah. a sourdough, that's. Beers come in all kinds of flavors. Uh, had i'd say two shots of uh it depends on what you count as maybe a shot. three shots yeah, of stoners so, so, yeah. it is delicious don't mix it with anything drink it straight up dr stoners this is um i'm trying currently their um infused whiskey which is i told you their smoky herb it's awesome and I did do that. Ooh, such a great shot. Found the schnapps. Ninety-nine peach schnapps. Um, my dear friend Greg has not said any more Easter eggs, so let's keep <laughs> yeah. it up. Keep it up, my friend. Keep it up, my friend. I want us all to get through this. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us at boozebards.com, where you'll find show notes as well as all about what we were drinking today. There you can also figure out how to contact us if you have song ideas or commentary about the show. Please go to iTunes or your favorite podcast aggregator and subscribe to the show and leave us a rating if you enjoyed it. This episode was edited and produced by Chris Adams and Greg Bryan, and our theme song was written and performed by Chris Adams and Greg Bryan. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next month. And until then, here's to the song in your heart. Well, it's official. I had too much to drink last night. <laughs>